Late last year, Celestis Memorial Space Flights announced their next flight. Dubbed the Enterprise Mission, it will see the remains of several Star Trek luminaries journeying into the final frontier on the Vulcan Centaur rocket. Since the announcement, I've had the pleasure of interviewing friends and family members of the late, great cast and crew who will be blasting off next month. Throughout the month of April, I'll be releasing those interviews. Robert Justman, producer of the original Star Trek, was Gene Roddenberry's right-hand man and is responsible for the success of the show as Roddenberry himself. His remains will be on the Enterprise mission with Roddenberry, and I spoke with his son Jonathan about the spaceflight. I'm T-Rick Jones, and this is your Daily Star Trek News. His memos were legendary. I've read, read some of his memos and uh, read about some of his memos. They had such a sense of humor, and, but he was very much tell it like it is kind of, kind of yeah. thing, you know? Uh, is that how he was in, in real life? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Very intelligent, very funny, and uh, very much into integrity and honesty and doing the right thing. And one of his mantras, which he imparted to me, was all about preparation. Okay. Yeah, he was very, very involved in Star Trek. And it, I think he basically consumed his entire life for the time that he was working on it. Sure. Which, you know, spanned all the way from the start of the original series all the way through to the next generation. He did Mission Impossible and he did a whole bunch of stuff. But Outer Limits, all yeah, kinds of shows, cop out, shows. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was super prolific. Um, yeah. How did he feel about the fact that Basically, he's going to be remembered for Star Trek, even though he did all this other wonderful stuff. He's really inextricably linked to Star Trek. How did he feel about that? I think, well, he's not obviously around to ask that anymore. Sure. Uh, I think he would be. I think he would be very, very proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was always always preaching about Star Trek that it was a morality play. Sure. You know, good versus evil, and, and like I said, doing the right thing. And he always, that was what he always told the family when he was talking about it, was he always used those words, morality play. Yeah. So what was his relationship with Gene Roddenberry like? You know, some of these, I was very young when these, uh, when, when Star Trek was being done. I'm 63 now, so I was just a kid. But from what I've read, and you can, you know, you know about the book that he wrote with Herb Solo, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good source of information. But uh, I, from what I gather, they had a great working relationship, but they at times butted heads on things. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like particularly the story I remember was when, when Dad found uh, the, the, you know, the new Picard, the new captain for the next generation. Yeah. And uh, Gene was very much against it because the actor was bald. <laughs> so that took some that took some convincing to get that to, to actually happen. But in the end run, it was a, it was the perfect perfect guy for the job. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your your dad was a good good at casting, I take it. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. In fact, I think my I think he actually had a small role in one of the original series, if I recall correctly. Really, I did he, not remember that. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, can't, I can't remember which episode it was. He always, um, 
you know, smaller spacecrafts named after him, the USS Just. You've probably seen the picture yeah. of that. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was important to the creation of the creation of the franchise, so... Uh... He, he really was. He, but he, there was so much more to my dad than just Star Trek or uh, movies and television shows. He, he was very... Uh, he had he he had hobbies and he really devoted himself a hundred percent to anything any hobby that he picked up yeah whether it was photography or uh, wine collecting I mean there were there was a million things wow he, he, he was always doing something he, he actually also when he was making a one of the one of the police shows got very interested in police work and joined the LA Sheriff's Academy really the whole the whole, oh yeah, went through the whole uh, program to to be a sheriff deputy, and he actually you know graduated tops in his class. I think Peter Pitches was the, um, the main sheriff. I don't know what you would call that. Yeah. But at the time, this is a long time ago, and I went and watched him graduate, and you know he was I think fifty years old at least at the time that he did that in a class of very young men. That's amazing. I had never heard that story. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so yeah, cool. He did all the physical training, took all the written tests. Wow. And he was a, he was a reserve sheriff in the West Hollywood uh, Sheriff's Department for many years. Huh. He took me a lot on a ride along. It was very interesting. Did you uh, ever visit any of the Star Trek sets or anything like that, or were you too I young? I absolutely did. Yeah. Yep, I got, to, I got to go on sets. I got to go on the... Uh, I guess you'd call it the flight deck of the Enterprise. Oh, cool. You see it on television, it looks very polished and professional. And when you're a foot away from the little lights, you know, yeah. little plastic things on top of it, it's it's incredible. All this, the set making was really a big deal. That was, remember, that was very advanced uh, special effects for that time. Sure. Did Celestis contact you? Did you contact them? How did how it's did another, your father? Another interesting story. Yeah. Well, I I, I think it's interesting. You may not. <laughs> uh, I was looking around on the internet like I do every day, looking at CNN and the news channels, and one of the news outlets had a story about Michelle Nichols after she recently passed away. Yeah. And the story said was talking about uh, some company, which I later found out was Celestis. Uh, was going to be sending her a portion of her remains up into outer space, and well, along with uh, along with Gene Roddenberry. So I sent an email to Celestis just out of the just you know just things that you do. Yeah, you don't expect to ever hear anything back on. And I asked if Bob could go along with him since he was such a big part of the show. Yeah. And they wrote back seriously, like within a day, and said they would be delighted to have them along. So that's how that happened. I just say, I just thought I figured it was worth a shot to send an email, and uh, now it's actually happening. I, you know, I get, I had to dig out the box, which is in my closet with my father's ashes in it, uh -huh. and uh, take. I was kind of a little, you know, hesitant, or you might say, or reluctant to do it. But I just kind of steeled myself and opened up the. Took, unscrewed the box and uh -huh. pulled out the bag full of ashes and Celestis had sent me a little container to put them in and, and a box to return it and I just did it. This is kind of gory but anyway when a human is cremated I was kind of surprised when I actually pulled the bag of remains out. Yeah. There's probably like three, four, five pounds worth of ashes 
Okay. It's like a, it's like a I'd say it's about a, a cubic foot of ashes, and they send, they just, you know, I'm sure uh, space is at a premium on a rocket ship. Yeah. As, as is weight. Sure. So they sent a small container, kind of looks like a urinalysis sample jar. Okay. And I scooped it out and closed it up and put it back in the box and shipped it back to them. Huh. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's about a, the container is probably about two, two and a half inches in diameter and about two and a half inches high. Wow. Cylindrical container. The coolest thing is it's just that, you know, Dad was so into this show. He was very much into aviation and planes. He used to take me to, uh, like, flight shows out in, out in Paris, California, where they have these, like, Air Force shows. Yeah. We got to watch B-1 bombers fly by and do all these things. Wow. He was there. He got a terrible sunburn that day. That's <laughs> another aspect of my dad. He loved to go traveling. Uh-huh. Pretty much every time he went on a trip, he fell or got injured. He would come home in a wheelchair or with his knee bandaged. But, you know, he was a real, he was a kind of a man's man. He just, he was brave. How, how do you think he'd, he'd feel about being sent up into space, about his remains being sent up into space? I think he would be really, really honored and really excited and really happy about it. I mean, this is just a, it is such a wonderful thing that Celeste is doing. Yeah. It's a perfect, it's a perfect tribute to my dad and the show. And, and the fact that so many of the luminaries are all going to be going together. And the other part that's really cool about it is it's a one-way trip. <laughs> right. They're not coming back. They're just going to be going into space, you know, for infinity. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure Bob would just be absolutely thrilled with this. That's, that's I'm, great. I'm really glad to be a small part in the, in the machine that's making this happen. If, if you could choose one word or phrase to describe your father's legacy, what would that be? That's a great question. <laughs> one word or a phrase. I can't do it in a word, but, but like I said before, honesty and integrity and doing the right thing. He was, he was very kind of ahead of his time as far as accepting. And this is kind of relates to Star Trek when you see the aliens and whatever and it turns out they're friendly and they don't know what's going on and they just want help. Yeah. He, he, would, he would help anyone. He, he, had a, he had correspondence with fans over decades that he continued on, just writing letters back to people that would write to him. I have a whole file of that. Wow. One, of those people, one of those fans still writes us every year at Christmas time. So he, he just, you know, he cared about other people. He would do anything to help people, and uh, just a great role model for, for any son or for anyone. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to talk with me. This has been really interesting. Um, well, thank you so much for calling. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to help, and if you, if you think of anything else that I can answer, I'm happy yeah. to do it. Just call me anytime. The Enterprise mission is scheduled to blast off on May 4, 2023, and you'll be able to stream it live. Launch dates and times can change up to the last minute based on a number of variables, including weather conditions. So for the latest launch status, head over to www.celestis.com slash launch dash schedule slash enterprise dash flight. I'll put the link in the show notes. Tune in Monday when I talk with DeForest Kelly's fan turn friend, Chris Smith.